This podcast is brought to you by the University of Aberdeen. Hello and welcome to the next in our series of celebrating women in engineering. And our, our latest guest joining the series is Leanne Potter. Uh, Leanne, tell us a little bit about yourself and what type of engineering you are studying. So I am in third year um, of my mechanical engineering bachelor's degree at the uni. At the University of Aberdeen, obviously. Yes, at the University of Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah. Studying quite differently now, I imagine, during the, the, the recent activities. Have you been able to get back back onto campus and, and have access to labs or is it is it still more digitally based learning? I think in the first semester of last year, we were able to go in a little bit um, to some tutorials. Um, I think we were in maybe once a week, which I think was quite good. Um, but I think last semester we weren't in too often. It's um, it's such a beautiful campus. It's 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 strange to think that we've had to adapt to working differently and studying differently. But uh, it's at least at least students are set up to work from home so well. And and studying, you have you have all of your all of your materials there. What what inspired you to study mechanical engineering? Yes, yeah, so my father is actually, I think every engineer that I've spoken to has a family member that does engineering. Um, so my father is also a mechanical engineer and he has he had quite a close group of friends at his uni. Um, so I grew up um, and they'd all go on like sort of holidays and things. So I grew up sort of surrounded by other engineers around my father's age. Um, and obviously being, you know, nosy, um, a nosy child, um, I'd always be looking over, trying to see what he was doing, um, asking him, just sort of trying to make conversation with my father, um, about what he was doing. And it it is quite interesting, I think, because it's sort of really using science quite practically to solve everyday problems, um... And I quite like it because you can sort of see what's going on. One of the one of the lovely things that that Ch- when you're saying when you when you, you you know many engineers who grew up around engineers and it was that exposure that I think is so inspirational, but it makes it feel accessible as well. So uh, you, you made me you made me smile there when you said nosy. I, I like the word curious, but I am equally like you. I am I am nosy, um, but curiosity I think is a great skill, and, and many engineers have that. In, in common this idea of wanting to know more and asking how things work uh, but that but that access to that inspiration and that idea of 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 what it means to be an engineer do you, do you think that um is did you have a list of other things that you wanted to be when you grew up or was was engineering always always there on the list and you just sort of had to decide what kind of engineer you wanted to, engineering you wanted to study um i think i wanted to do other things i'm not sure how realistic they were but um you know, I wear glasses, I couldn't have been a pilot. Um, but I think it's just having someone that studies, that also did engineering, um, I think a lot of people don't see it as being something accessible, as you were saying, like it's not, because you're not really taught it in school as a subject, very often, you're often instead you're taught physics and maths. And I think, you know, studying a physics and maths degree I found that, like, I wouldn't have felt that that was really accessible um, to do. 
so I can understand why people wouldn't would think engineering like oh that's so scary um and it's not no no I, I love that one, one of the things that that, that um it's that excitement. You're, it's obvious that you're excited about what you do. And what, when you think about finding a job that you're going to have to do every single day for a really long time, um, you, you've, it's got to be something that, that you love doing that and that inspires you and, and keeps that curious curious side a, a, alive. Uh, you, you were saying about studying engineering. Uh, what, what, what do you enjoy most about studying engineering at the University of Aberdeen? I think my favourite part is, I know it's going to sound super cheesy, um, but it's become especially obvious over like Corona, um, over this sort of working from home, how sort of the passion from the lecturers is so, so, so infectious. Um, there's some subjects and I still, they're not my favorite subjects or things that I'm not particularly interested in, but the lecturers did sort of make it interesting and especially over corona um they've really adapted everything some lecturers have done like a complete overhaul of their whole you know structure just to make it easier online to go through quite enjoyed that aspect of all the disciplines to adapt to covid you would you you would hope that the engineers who specialize in problem solving and creativity being those 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 skills underpin it rose to the challenge and 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 it's lovely that you were inspired in a different way of learning and different stuff I always think the person teaching you makes such a big difference if if it's somebody who loves what they do then actually I always say there's some, there's some amazing people that I work with and I'd I'd go to a talk of, of them reading their shopping list because there's something about them that I want to to be to be near and be inspired by but when you think you're you're covering quite complex topics and quite complex concepts to to to, to understand and the pressure of everything that we're that we're going through at the moment, somebody who can make it fun and engaging and, and entertaining in, in in that way is um is is, is great because it's things are different now and and being able to adapt is and and be resilient is is. Uh, is, is brilliant so yeah the university's lecturers will be taking the pat on the back and saying oh god we did a we did a good job we did a good job and the the, the team at the university will be like oh we'll have to use that quote when we start student recruitment i know that's why i was thinking that's so cheesy like me saying it but no it's true no it's not cheesy i i i think any i'm, I'm a big fan of, of of a certain amount of, of cheesiness but actually it just comes from being excited and, and passionate but also honest um, so it's uh, I can see your face. The others can't see your face, but I know you're 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 uh, you're telling the truth. But I, I'm I'm thinking if this it's, it's definitely something that they'll be able to promote to other students who this idea of God, it's not the same as going to uni, but actually it's just different. Um, and uh, it's it's the celebrating celebrating opportunities and seeing the positive. It's it's all it's all good stuff. This year's theme for Women in Engineering Day is Engineering Heroes. Who is your engineering hero? I, my engineering hero, um, I don't know if she's like too commonly talked about. Um, I'm part of like a society to encourage, um, at the University of Aberdeen to encourage like girls um, into studying engineering further, taking it up further. So as part of this, we have workshops where we usually highlight um, sort of significant women in engineering. And um, my favourite one, obviously I'm biased, but my favourite one is um, Dr. Mae Jamison. And I, I hadn't heard of her before we started researching for this workshop, um, but she is just incredible. 
Um, she is like a professionally trained dancer doing like jazz, ballet. Um, she's choreographed for musicals and things. Um, on top of that, she has a chemical engineering degree. And then after she did her chemical engineering degree, she went on to study medicine. So she is a medical doctor. Um, and she worked for the Peace Corps um, in refugee camps for a while. And then after that, she came back, went back to uni again to study engineering, um, where she then, after that, she applied to NASA and became the first black astronaut, black female astronaut in space. Um, and currently she is a professor at Cornell University. And I just think, isn't if that's not the most inspiring woman, she can just do it all. That it's almost like, gosh, what next? What next? What next? There's there's um there's somebody her story sounds very similar. When I I met Dr. Kevin Fong, and when he went to university, he opened the university study guide and started at A. So he did astrophysics, and then he thought, well, there's there's these people doing medicine next door. Um, that doesn't look too hard, so I'll go and do that. And then he did an engineering degree. He can fly up. He can fly up. A, a helicopter, I think. So he was, he was a doctor and an engineer, and he he worked similarly applying both of those to sort of emergency medicine. And he's you should Google him you, if you if you love May Jameson's story. You'll, you'll I'm sure you'll love Kevin Fong's and um, Dr. Kevin Fong's story as well. But it's this idea of just applying. You've only got one life, but to make the most of it and to do all of that, but to constantly be giving back. I think heroes we we do we do think of them as people who give and and sort of inspire and spend a lot of time thinking about other people as, uh, along in their in their journey so someone who can just keep learning to add more tools to their tool belt I think is is incredible to be able to save a life and build a bridge is uh, it's great it's great it's great uh, life skills and then to go into space um so so do, what why why do you think I know why I think it's important that we celebrate these women but why do you think in your opinion it's so important um, and, and what's the name of the society that you're a member of at the university? Um, so the name of the society is RoboGals. It's like a global organisation. So, if, you know, there's quite a few other universities um, as well. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important to celebrate just diversity in general. And I think, I mean, everyone knows that there aren't as many women in, women in engineering. Um, I think there's more women in my engineering cohort compared to say my father's engineering cohort when he was studying god knows how many years ago I think it's really important because you know we come from different backgrounds there's things that I have experienced as a woman that say a man might not have experienced um that I can you know bring that our diverse experiences together to make make things better Having diversity of voice in a team, I, I, I'm, I'm a big believer. That's when the magic happens. When we, when we build a team with people who don't think like us and we just kind of cover all of those bases. And I do this quite often with children at TechFest. I love getting kids' approach to things. It's very simple, um, but there's something amazing with their ideas. Um, but you're right, it's that diversity of, of thought and experience and, and, and bringing that together. And women, women um, in, in, you, you've, you've suggested, and, and I, I, from what I've seen, so, you know, we do think differently about different things and it's, um, it's good to have everybody's contribution to the, to the solution. What, what do you aspire to do in the future once you've completed university? 
Well, I have always been interested in like computer science, but I think it's as we were saying earlier, it's about sort of being exposed to it. I didn't really know anyone in my family that had sort of done computer programming and that sort of thing before. And then I came to university and the, we did some courses and I really got on well with them. Um, I think it's partially computer programming um, is just the lazy person's dream because you can sort of automate stuff and not have to spend a while doing it and once you've got it set up you can just go with it <laughs> that's brilliant i love that description i love that description it's, it's it's helping everybody out it's it's saving time but so you hadn't had experience of that until you've been at university but now that you've had the opportunity to to, to get hands on with it that's that's on your wish list yeah, no, I definitely, I'd like to maybe find a job in that sort of area. I think a lot of engineering is moving towards computer programming and like finding jobs, a lot of them sort of would like you to like know how to program. There's um, a lady that we're going to be chatting to later in the series and she turned her hand from an engineering degree and she now works in um, in cybersecurity. And so that's the same, there's, there's, a, real, there's a real spike in, in opportunities around digital it's the ability to go and do it differently in different different industries as well it's it's a, it's a really exciting time i think for tech and and problem solving and just applying that that creativity so do you have a wish list of employers that you'll be taking to to the student recruitment team to be saying this is who i this is who i'd like you to help me get a job with or will you be will you be looking for for, for guidance for them or do you feel that you'll be um, you're pretty set on your own. How, how confident are you about accessing that, that next step? I think you're going to speak to um, Regina um, in the next few podcasts. And um, I've spoken to her before. And I'll be honest, when I went into it, I did think I'm not sure what she can tell me, but I'll go into it. You know, we get um, some free help. And it was actually incredibly, incredibly useful. Um, I think it's nice to get help from someone that isn't your parents or isn't your friends because they don't know you and they, well, because obviously your friends and your family already know you um, and they're already biased and they understand how you speak already, if that makes sense. Whereas someone impartial might say, well, actually, I think you should phrase things the way that you said this was a little unclear or... Um, you know expand on this whereas if you're talking to your friends and family they already have that background info um so it's less impartial so that she's just incredibly helpful and so lovely too <laughs> yeah uh, well i'm really looking forward to meeting with her and chatting to her because it it's it's a great service that the university offer and it's that ability to to help you make that next step and 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 reach your your full potential so that's that's what everybody's here for is for everyone to to reach that that positive destination and to be successful and then in future years you'll be asked you you might be the industry professional that these podcasts will will profile that's that's um later on in the series we are going to be chatting to an industry professional and i i have given you a bit of a clue as to who that is um but if you if you could ask this industry professional a question about engineering what what would it be yeah so i I would ask her what was the biggest barrier you faced in industry and what advice, if any, would you give 
to overcome it. I look forward to posing that question to our industry professional in, in later podcasts, but uh, knowing how, how, how brilliantly you got on with, with Regina, I'm, I'm even more excited to be to be chatting to her and um, our, our, our previous conversations with other members of the university. Um, definitely, it's um, it's lovely to think that all of these opportunities are on on our doorstep and and up for the up for the grab. And um, I have heard of RoboGals at TechFest. We have worked with RoboGals. I think it's a great society. But this opportunity for young people to see it, to be it, um, I think is 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 great. I'm I am um, I'm looking forward to. I might go and read a little bit more about May Jameson now and as a as a hero. But also, it it gives you that opportunity where you've benefited from having that exposure at a young age and seeing what what engineering is and what they do. I think all of these projects that help us get in into schools and working with young people so that they those who are born engineers and ready ready to do it that they know that that's that that's an opportunity ready for them and just harness some of that that potential problem solving and creativity that that's in there and their ability to the, the world engineers are always on my top list for desert desert island guests to you know I, I need I need an engineer to come with me um so it's uh definitely definitely great meeting all of you guys I wish you the best of luck in your career and your studies and um I look forward to joining um my 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 fellow alumni from the university in the future and uh, congratulations for for from for surviving and thriving during this global pandemic and and um, enjoying your universe experience so th- thank you so much for giving up your time it's been lovely to chat to you thank you it's been lovely to chat to you as well this podcast is brought to you by the university of aberdeen 